Hey, Crystal. Hey, Elan. I'm really enjoying doing our podcast together. Me too. I love discussing and sharing what we do every day in our professional lives with our communities in Sure Park and Edmonton. Right? Like when we're discussing the real estate market. And interest rates. And those fun government initiatives. Yeah, and community highlights. I just feel more connected to the community that we live in. Exactly. All right, let's get started on our next episode. Hi, this is Elan. And this is Crystal. And welcome back to our next podcast. And today we're going to talk about the federal government's new um, first-time homebuyers program that got dropped September 2nd. Yeah, released. Released. Opened the gates. Yes. So take it away, Crystal. Yeah, well, this is a shared equity program designed to make first-time home buying more affordable. The total amount of funding will be $1.25 billion over the next three years. And that's right across Canada. Yep, exactly. And you can start sending in applications now after September se- uh, 2nd, I guess it was. Okay. Um, however, this program starts funding after, um, after February 1st. Or, what am I? I didn't mean February. Sorry, November 1st. Oh, okay. So as long as the house, that's a long wait. Yeah, as long as the mortgage, clo- or as long as the purchase closes after November 1st, um, then the funding will go through for it. So if you have a closing date before that, then this program will not qualify. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. Um, there are a few qualifiers that go with this program. You need to have a minimum down payment in order to be eligible, so that's a minimum of 5%, and that's traditional sources, savings, RSPs, or a non-repayable gift from an immediate family member. Your maximum qualifying income is no more than $120,000 per year, and that would be the whole household that's going into household or uh, two borrowers joining together to purchase. Okay. Uh, your total borrowing is limited to four times the qualifying income. Um, so that's those are the, the main qualifiers. So if you don't fit that bill, then you can't apply for this. This is only for owner-occupied houses. It's not for rental properties as well. Okay, so sorry, I, I know we're not going to do a ton of numbers, but you're saying four times the amount. So if you make $50,000 a year, the most expensive property you can buy is 200000 Well, not the property, that's the borrowing the amount. Bor- sorry, the total yeah. borrowing amount is 200000 plus whatever your down payment is. Yeah, so okay. it, the, yeah exactly, your down okay. payment and the, and the incentive as well. So all that packaged in, so total, total borrowing amount. Okay. Um, Got it. Yeah, so then if you meet that criteria, you can apply for a 5% or 10% shared equity mortgage. 5% for an existing home or 5 or 10% for a new build home. Can you get 10%? Sorry, you can get 10% on an existing home? No. Oh, that's okay. 5%, yeah. And 10% on a new build? On a new build. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Now, new build would be a spec because nobody's lived in that home before. So a spec yeah. home would be considered a new build, 10% or 5%, you can choose. Not in the middle, not 7%. <laughs> okay. Just 5 or 10. <laughs> yeah. But I only want 8.2%. <laughs> no, that doesn't work. Okay. Um, what I did mention to you before, if you're a first-time home buyer, so if you're considering what a first-time home buyer is, means that you've never purchased a home before, You've gone through a breakdown of marriage or common law partnership, or in the last four years you did not occupy a home that was occupied by a home buyer or their spouse. So that's the definition of a first-time home buyer. Oh, so you may have bought a house, you know, seven years ago, 
and then sold it and had been renting for the last four years. Mm -hmm. And in that case, you would still qualify for this program under the first time home buyer. Oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. And then in a separation, what if you've been if you're on title on the other property? Yeah, you can still qualify because you're now by yourself. Exactly. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, the men, the maximum qualifying income is one hundred twenty thousand dollars, which we mentioned before. Right. So the most any eligible borrower can borrow and still be able to apply for the incentive is four hundred and eighty thousand dollars, including the mortgage, mortgage insurance, and the first time home buyer insurance amount. Okay. Triggering a payback of the incentive is mm -hmm. after 25 years or after the property is sold, whichever one comes first, and it will be based on the property's fair market value. The government will share in the up and downside of that property value. So, okay. those are, so there's huge things to consider and to keep in mind. Yeah. There are definitely benefits, and I wouldn't say cautions, but considerations if you're looking at this program. So if you are thinking of using the incentive, definitely discuss with myself or your mortgage broker and we can help weigh the numbers to see if this program really works for you and your needs. The benefit, of course, is effectively reducing your monthly payments. An increase in down payment reduces the amount in premiums for default mortgage insurance and will reduce your overall loan. But this program might not benefit you if you're looking for a loan amount over four times your qualifying income, mm -hmm. whereas it may be in some situations with traditional guidelines you can qualify for higher. So um, yeah, if the house doesn't fit your needs, right. that purchase price that you're allowed, but you do qualify for a higher purchase price, that's something you'll have to consider. Okay. If you, there's a few other things to consider for sure. If you plan to move in a few years, this incentive is not portable which means that you can't take the current mortgage and, and the incentive program to a new home. So essentially, you will be looking at selling that home and paying the payout penalties and any other uh, fees associated with that and paying back that incentive at that time. Yeah. With this program, you're technically allowed to switch lenders. However, there may be additional legal fees associated with switching when you have a shared equity mortgage registered against your property. So you should consider the additional legal fees when first signing up for this incentive, as your lawyer will have to register a second interest on your title as well. Okay. So there's a few so extra fees a that might come into place. expensive to get it as well. Okay. And a lot of people like, um, once they're with a mortgage lender, I mean, one of the benefits of working with a mortgage broker is when they're up for renewal, the mortgage broker can shop that entire market to see where their mortgage could be placed that would save them quite a bit of money. Mm -hmm. You may have to consider that there might be extra legal fees in order to do that. So some people might not transfer their lender in that sense um, based on that because there's these extra fees. Whereas before, or when you don't have a, re a, a shared equity registration on your title, mm -hmm. there are no fees to switch. So something to consider there. Mm -hmm. And then another thing I want people to consider is if you intend to refinance, you may be required to pay back the loan. And this is not a trigger itself from the program, but it's a, it's a result in the way that the loan is registered to the property. This incentive is placed in second place registration. Let me re-say that. The incentive is a second place registered interest in your property behind the first place mortgage registration. So when you refinance, a loan is paid out and reset, or alternatively, a new loan or second mortgage is registered behind the first loan on title. For the incentives to stay intact, a new lender would need to take a third position place. And finding a lender who will do that may be the challenge. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
these are things you don't think of when you're a first time home buyer, but for many um, homeowners, once you've built, built equity in your home, you will often refinance, remortgage your mortgage to allow you to pay off other debts or to put your kids in university or, or whatever it is. People mm-hmm. pull up money even to take a family holiday if they needed. So if you did refinance, technically, yes, the program doesn't say that you can't do that, but um, you can't refinance by redoing a whole new mortgage. That would definitely trigger you know, uh, the repayment back. So I think when it comes to the very nitty gritty of this, you really do have to consider that when you sell or pay off your home, you must pay back the percentage of your equity. And that's on top of the closing costs, legal fees, and real estate commissions. Yeah, that's what's kind of ringing in my head. Mm-hmm. And especially because we have, we truly don't have an organic growth kind of market. Or at least we haven't yeah. for the last five years, right? There's been no organic, if anything, we've, there's been loss. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of interesting when, if there's no organic growth happening, and then you want to get the federal government out of your mortgage and pay commissions and your closing costs and everything. Yeah, you're not left with much at You're going to be in that house for a while. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So again, this program Mm -hmm. could very well work for the right buyer. Right, yeah. And again, meeting with a professional and going through those options is your best bet. Yeah. Even in terms of qualifying income, because a lot of people, when when you, in order to apply for this program, you have to visit placetocallhome.ca and on there is an application. But it would be very valuable to work with your mortgage broker on that application because you may be using the wrong kind of qualifying income for the program. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and that qualifying income is based on lender specific criteria for qualifying income. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So, obviously, if people have an, have an interest in the program, if they feel that they fit the criteria, they need to have a conversation with you. Absolutely. Um, yep. It's not maybe built for everybody. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, wonderful, great information. Oh, good. And we do have that actually on our website as well. So we did make a blog and a little video on the new incentives. So okay, you're welcome so to re- we'll put that in the show there. notes then. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. And as well, we'll also put place to call home.ca in our show notes as well. Okay. So that any buyers out there that are interested in the program can go there and find Look all the information. There. All the information is there. Perfect. Excellent. Well done, ma'am. Yes, well, uh, it's nice seeing you it's again. It's always a pleasure to hang out with you. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, dear. You too. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for our latest podcast. Our contact information is in the show notes. Please don't hesitate to reach out.